Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Good morning. If you bow your heads with me, I'll read the 23rd Psalm and then we'll go right into prayer. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And Lord, we do thank you for how good you are, for how well you provide for how you lead. And then after that, goodness and love follows. Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for just loving us so well. We give you praise today and always and As we spend some more time in this psalm, we thank you that we have nothing to fear when we're with you. And we pray these things and praise these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. I like to go for walks. It's like my favorite. Whether Laura and I walk on the road or we go for a walk in the woods or Well, in my hometown this week, I walked around a lot of dirty streets in Morgantown. But that's okay. It's nice to walk. The only place I don't like to walk is scary, dark places. It's funny, sometimes at night, when the weather's nice and we're outside and it's dark, I like to say to the girls, hey, let's take a walk out back. I mean, they've been out back how many times? We have about five acres and a nice little spot to camp out back and some trails back there, and, but not at nighttime, not when it's dark. You just don't know what might be out there. 
but it's safe. I mean, I wouldn't go walk in the streets of Rochester at night, even if I'm packing. What does David say in verse 4 of Psalm 23? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he's walking in a place where we might want to run. He knows he can walk because the Lord walks. Do you know the Lord walks? We read about it in Genesis chapter 3 in the garden. Adam and Eve have already had the forbidden fruit. Verse 8 tells us that the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was. That's right. He was walking in the garden. That's not the only time we see the Lord walk. You go to Leviticus chapter 26. I know, there's actually something applicable in the 21st century in Leviticus. A lot of people think, that's just a bunch of rules and stuff. We can't read that. It's boring or put me to sleep. All scripture is God-breathed. And I like this chapter because God's talking about what happens when we, his people, Obey him. He's talking about all the good things that happen when we obey him. And one of the promises is that he walks with us. You're going to have to read all the other promises on your own. But let me read to you. Leviticus 26. Verse 12. I will put my dwelling place among you, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. The only thing better than walking is walking with someone who loves you. I like to go for walks with my wife. The things we talk about, the things we have in each other's presence. And God's going to walk with us. That's what God does. He walks. Jesus walked. Just like we read in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus walked. In fact, when did Jesus call his first disciples? Well, Matthew chapter 4 tells us he called them while he was walking along the Sea of Galilee. Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 to 22. And did you know that the Holy Spirit walks? We're covering all three persons of the Trinity here. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 25, Paul says, Since then, we live by the Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. Well, if we're keeping in step with the Spirit, what does that mean? The Spirit must be walking. God walks. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, 
and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And you know the great thing about walking with God? When we walk with God, we walk through. Do you notice David didn't pitch a tent in the shadow of the valley of death? He walked through. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he didn't walk to stay. He walked through. That's what the Lord does for us. Let me read to you. Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43. Some of you may know this by heart. But now, this is what the Lord says. Who says it? All right, seven people are awake. This is what the Lord says. Who says it? You better pay attention. It's the Lord saying it. This is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, They will not sweep over you. When you pass through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Did you get the point? He brings us through Are you going through deep waters? Are you trying to get through the river? Are you going through the fire right now? He'll bring you through. He'll walk with you. That's what the psalmist tells us. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You know what fear is? Fear is is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or even threat. A lot of people know that death is not the number one fear. Public speaking is the number one fear. But I would like to challenge that because I think people who answered that survey lied. I think change is the number one fear. Phil says he's still afraid of public speaking. Well, I won't ask you to come up and finish, Phil. We'll just continue to get through. 
Some fears make sense, some don't. Whatever we fear, He is with us. I want you to notice how in this psalm, the He turns to you. The He in verses 1 through 3, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Then what happens? Even though I walk through the valley, the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. In our deepest darkness, the leader comes alongside. And the assurance of his presence is a consistent promise in all three persons of the Trinity. God the Father. I hope you got your fingers ready and warmed up. If you have your Bibles, we're going to Deuteronomy 31. Listen to what God says. In verses 6 through 8, Deuteronomy chapter 3, 31 Verses 6 through 8. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's what God said to Moses. Then what does Moses say? He tells the people what God said. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land the Lord swore to the forefathers to give them. And you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Flip a few pages. Joshua chapter 1. Verses 5 through 9. Now what I'm about to read to you was Pastor Denny's and Pauline's verse when they were feeling called to Springwater, New York. Joshua 1 verse 5. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. 
Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. I got to preach. All right, Jim's doing this. So maybe to many you can start doing this. Because the Holy Spirit's telling me a lot of people have turned from the right or to the left. And they're believing all the lies. They can take what God says, twist it to make it fit how they want to live. And that's a lie. God is pretty clear. Obey his law. Do not turn to the right or to the left. He's not being political. He's saying, obey me. Not how you feel. Not how you think. Lord saying, obey me. Be strong and courageous. Joshua 1, verse 7. Be strong and very courageous. Sometimes it takes courage to be true to God and his word. But he promised he's always with us. That's what we're talking about. All right, no more distractions. Squirrel. No. Be strong and courageous, verse 7. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. So that it may so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. That's God. And what did Jesus say? Before he went back into heaven. He said. Matthew 28 and 18 to 20. I have in my Bible. This is Christy Matice's favorite verse. Then Jesus came to his disciples. Anybody a disciple this morning? Jesus came to those who follow him and said this. All authority in heaven and on earth. Has been given to me. Therefore go. And make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded. Sounds a lot like what God said in Deuteronomy 31 and Joshua chapter 1. And then Jesus gives this promise. And surely, I am with you always. To the very end of the age. And you guessed it. The Holy Spirit gets his turn too. Jesus was telling his disciples. It's going to be okay. I got to go to the cross. I got to leave you. And go back into heaven. But I won't leave you as orphans. Who's going to be with us? Who's going to live in us? The paraclete. That's what Rowan brings to track practice, huh? Paracletes. 
It's not a bad joke, it's a dad joke. John chapter 14, verses 15 to 17. Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor or paraclete to be with you forever. He'll be with us forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I talked about a lot of encouraging, positive, good stuff, huh? So why are we freaking out? I tell you, I had a beautiful drive on Friday. Coming back to Springwater, just speed limit 70 in Pennsylvania now, so I can make it back and forth from Springwater to Morgantown in five hours and 45 minutes. In that five hours and 45 minutes, I listened to the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Not the whole thing, just a portion of it. And some of my favorite podcasts. One of the podcasts, they were talking about Batman movies. And I completely forgot about what happened. Well, I didn't forget what happened in particular, but I forget about how one of Batman's enemies tortured him. Let me explain. Ten years ago, in the movie The Dark Knight Rises, Batman gets in a fight with a really big bad dude named Bane. Bane breaks Batman's back. After that, he puts him in a hole that's impossible to climb out of. And if that's not enough, he sets up a TV so 24 hours for as long as Batman's in that pit... He can watch the news and let the bad news torture him. But what do people do nowadays? Watch the news 24 hours. I'm not saying you shouldn't watch the news. And I, I'm just saying it's a fear factory. There, okay, there's no kids in here. It's fear porn. The more outrageous they can say things to scare you, the better their ratings are. The more you get scared, the more you forget all the good things God says to us in his word. And he doesn't want us to be afraid because when we're afraid, our kids are afraid. And when our kids are afraid, our grandkids are afraid. That's not the legacy we live or leave for our kids. We can be strong and courageous. 
We have nothing to fear. He will never leave us or forsake us. So don't believe all that garbage. It's all one-sided anyway. You hear whatever twist anybody wants to put on it. Yes, it's good to know what's going on in the world, but don't pitch a tent or a house in that valley. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He comes alongside. And when he shows up, he's always there anyway. He brings every strength. Why the rod and the staff? Isn't it the same thing? The psalmist is making a point. He's representing the fullness of the shepherd's presence and provision. Showing and reminding us everything that a shepherd does with a rod and a staff. He protects. Long before lightsabers, there were rods and staffs. Use it to beat off any of the animals trying to get closer, steal the sheep. One time a fox got one of our ducks in the backyard. If we had a shepherd, it would hit him with us. Our dog saved the duck's life. But sheep need protection. Sheep are stupid. They wander where they shouldn't. They step in places they shouldn't. They'll even walk off cliffs. He protects with the rod and the staff. Disciplines. Restrains. That's what the little hook is. Kind of get that sheep by the neck. No, you shouldn't be going there. Rescues. Sometimes sheep are stupid. I don't know about you. I've gotten myself in places I shouldn't have been. But praise God, he rescues. He guides. Sometimes that rod or staff gently just keeps the the sheep on the path. Are you going through the valley? If you are, I hope this morning you're encouraged to know you have nothing to fear. Ever. You are never alone.
He is with you to the very end of the age. I don't know. Maybe you needed discipline this morning. Maybe you need restrained. (laughs) Maybe you need rescued. Maybe you got yourself into something you thought, how am I ever going to get out of this? He can get you out of it. Be strong and courageous. Continue to obey him and where he leads and guides. As you walk with him through it all. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.